Hey folks, welcome to the first of a two-part special that we're doing across the holiday period on the Ubuntu Security Podcast. I thought it was an opportunity to bring you some longer form content uh, and from some other members of the Ubuntu Security team, not just myself. So we've got uh, Camilla who will be uh, hosting both of these uh, two episodes. Uh, she joined our team uh, a few months ago now, but uh, came to us from uh, Zero Research and Technology, cybersecurity company, and uh, she's focusing on uh, some best practices during the uh, holiday period, in particular for cyber threats and cyber defenses that you can be employing. So yeah, take it away. Thank you, Camilla. Hello, Alex, and hello, listener. Welcome to this humble segment of the Ubuntu Security Podcast, where I, Camila, will take you on a ride where we discuss a little bit more about various security topics. Cybersecurity, to be more specific. Well, if I am being specific, I can also say this is going to be more of a monologue than a discussion, as you will have to be content with just listening to my, dare I say, beautiful voice while I talk to you a little bit more about certain topics in the vast area that we like to call cybersecurity. I mean, this is a podcast after all, so what did you expect? Listening is key. But do feel free to share your thoughts with us about the contents of this podcast should you have any. I would love to know what you listener have to say about the things we are bringing to you here. So... Before we actually start talking about anything technical, I think it is only fair that I introduce myself properly first. As I said, my name is Camila and I am a part of Canonical Security Team. It's been only a few months since I started working with the team, but it has definitely been a blast. The team does some amazing work, as you probably already know from all those address CVs Alex tells you about. and. Because of that, I can definitely say I am very proud of being a part of this team and Canonical's projects in general. By the way, speaking of Alex, I would like to thank him for letting me steal a little bit of his time here in the podcast to speak to you all. Thanks, Alex. And I think we've reached a point where enough has been said and enough introductions have been done. So let's get this party started. So... Tis the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. Oh, come on. I know you sang it with me, even if it was mentally, because whether we want it or not, the holidays are upon us, as is the end of the year. Goodbye 2021. Hello 2022. Are you excited? I most definitely am, especially because I love the energy we can feel in the air once the end of November comes and December is looking at us right around the corner. Oh, the Christmas lights and that holiday cheer. What is there not to love? I know not all of us celebrate Christmas during the holiday period, with Hanukkah and Kwanzaa, for example, being other types of celebrations that might happen during the end of the year. However, even if the reason for celebration might be different for different people, I think one thing is the same worldwide. The end of the year is the end of a cycle, a time where everyone is winding down, spending time with loved ones and taking time for themselves in order to prepare and build up that energy to take on all that is to come together with the new year. It's also a very popular season for vacations and off time, as the word holiday clearly implies. I speak here with so much enthusiasm because, as I mentioned before, 
I do love the end of the year festivities very much. Unfortunately, more than just a season to be jolly, I think it's safe to say that the end of the year is a season to be worry. That is because, and this is the moment where you snap back into reality and remember you're listening to a cybersecurity theme podcast, the holidays are a great time for hacking, should you be a hacker. So great for hackers, awful for whoever is the target of said hackers. I mean, I don't want to be the one to keep repeating what you probably already heard a million times and say, hackers don't take breaks. But how can I really argue with a statement that is true, you know? No, I don't say this because I want to destroy your dreams of spending Christmas with your family, eating shrimp in a faraway beach, or staying in for New Year's watching horror movies, or doing whatever it is you do that brings you joy during this season. I say this because I want to start a discussion and share with you what you can do in order to enjoy the holidays without having to rip your hair out of your head due to stress. Because there might or might not be a hacker lurking on your network borders just waiting to find that one employee that sets their password to 12345 and to send that email offering them a million dollars if they just click the link. I mean, if said employee is planning on spending Christmas on a faraway beach eating shrimp, then winning a million dollars might be a huge help. So why wouldn't they click the link? They go to the beach and you stay at the office having to solve the issue of the network breach that just happened. Breach versus beach. I mean, where do you want to be? The holidays, such a magical time. So I think the first question we should be asking here is why are the holidays such a vulnerable time for companies and for people in general? I think we partially answered that question a while back. Sure, we have special occasions throughout the entire year and people take time off in other months that are not December and January. However, during these other months, This is not something that the majority of people worldwide do. For example, February is a big month for Brazilians because it is time for Carnaval. People in other countries don't really celebrate Carnaval. So while Brazilians are dancing to the sound of axé and samba and celebrating with drinks and confetti, other people in other parts of the world might just be working, typing away in their keyboards, taking a look at their numbers, you know work stuff. The point here is, during the end of the year, almost everyone, almost everywhere, decides to take a break. People in places across the entire planet are slowing down. More people are going on vacations, and most are celebrating something in those last two weeks of December. This means a lot of folks have got their guards down. This means that it is the best time for our Grinches, I mean, hackers to strike. Do note that when I say have their guards down, I don't necessarily mean that every company has its headquarters abandoned, a dust ball flying across your field of view when you drive by the beautiful corporate building that during the months of January through November was bustling with calls and enthusiastic employees. I also said that we partially answered the question because we actually need to consider two different situations when we think about companies during the end of the year. The one we already talked about where companies have less activity during the end of the year and therefore 
less staff working, and the one where the company is going on full steam ahead during the holidays because it is the time where their businesses strive the most. The basic and most obvious example of all, e-commerce. How else are you going to get that last-minute gift for your secret Santa? During the holidays, the services provided by e-commerce need to be up 24-7, or else a lot of money might be lost. The need to provide a service in such a comprehensive manner is what makes said companies vulnerable, as is the amount of information flowing through their networks. And let me tell you that when you are worried about millions of people accessing your website to buy the latest fidget toy for their niece or nephew, answering calls to help customer support resolve issues, and worrying about pleasing customers in general, sometimes it might go by unnoticed that a hacker just got access to your network and is stealing credit card numbers from your database. A few of those numbers per second. After all, what is a few tens of lines of code mixed into a log file that has millions of lines of information per second for you to analyze? You mock Santa, but at least he is able to weed out the naughty from a list of a billion people, even if it is a last-minute change he's making to that list. Anyway, the point is, people focus less in security when they are swamped with work because they don't have the time to worry about that, when actually it should be the other way around. Because you are providing this service during a critical time, you should be especially worried about security in all of your systems. Therefore, it doesn't really matter which of the two companies we've described here you are a part of this holiday season. What is important to note is that you will be part of one of them. And the company will be vulnerable either because it is slowing down activities for the holidays or because it is pulling out all the stops to profit during this same season. That being said, let's round things up, shall we? What is it that attracts hackers to the holiday season other than the chance to dock Santa by taking his picture when he goes to eat those cookies left for him the night before? Reason number one, reduced staff. As previously stated, depending on what kind of service your company offers, the end of the year might be a slow time. I mean, who is worried about a video game update, for example, during the holiday season? You might, but you can spare a few days to spend time with your grandma who came from all across the globe just to see you during the most wonderful time of the year. Unless grandma also plays FPS games. However, software development companies, depending on the type of software they develop, might have less to do during the holidays and staff might be reduced for some of these companies during the end of the year. Reason number two, human error. It can wait until next year. Who never said that? The end of the year arrives and be it because you just want your vacation to start already, be it because you need to get ready for the most chaotic week of your life, you and your staff are more likely to let a few things slip by that you might not have otherwise. Maybe it's a file you should have deleted from your computer or even shredded in the case of a physical copy. Maybe it's a code maintenance you do in a rush that breaks the system and impacts other software running in the company's infrastructure. Maybe it's a backdoor you add to your prototype app in order to allow seasonal staff to access a few functionalities that might need to be worked on. And going through the whole bureaucracy to get them safe access is too much work. 
I have a meal to prepare for my family for crying out loud. I can't go through all these forms right now. You should have asked me earlier. And maybe it's just that we are all human and we make mistakes. Human error is a problem that constantly haunts cybersecurity experts, and it's not one likely to go away anytime soon. Sorry to break the news. During the holidays, chances for that are increased. You're overly excited, you're happy, you're tired, you're overwhelmed with all the customer calls you've been getting, you have so much to prepare for that party you're having next week. Don't worry, I'm not blaming you for feeling that way. We all have been there in one of those situations. However, where we don't want to be is in a position where we become a threat to our own company due to poor choices. Choices we might not have made have we maybe known beforehand the problems they might have caused. A little bit more on that later, though. For now, let's just think about the fact that we might be our own enemy sometimes. You know, when you decided to have chili December 31st after your friends told you not to, Now, you listen to the fireworks from the bathroom. Maybe get a peek from that tiny bathroom window. Next year's resolution? Don't eat chili before important events. Reason number three, increased amount of spam emails and scams. Pulling from the human error topic and actually staying in it for a little while longer, but maybe naming it something else temporarily, we can mention the highly increased amount of emails we might get during the end of the year. A lot of them, might I add, coming from people that simply want to scam you. No, it's not your fault you're getting all those emails offering amazing deals for a new all-in-one shaving machine and lawnmower that your dad will love to get from you this year. Trim your beard and your grass in one go. However, it might be your fault when you access those emails from your work computer. Even worse, when you decide to click the link and the password you registered to get that sweet deal is the same one you use to connect to your company's main system. So yeah, I tried to paint this as a different issue, but it's still human error. What is different here is the cause for it. Lots and lots of phishing and scam emails and lots of people looking for good deals while blindly trusting what some stranger says in the internet. Ah, the internet. Introducing issue number four, increased usage of free Wi-Fi and untrusted networks. So the end of the year is a time where many people travel. Sometimes you travel just for fun. Sometimes, however, you travel and work for a little while as well. Considering our current worldwide situation, working whilst connected to an untrusted Wi-Fi network is something that became a lot more common. The holidays only aggravate the situation because you have less people connected just at home, more people connected at hotels, airport, cafes, and anywhere really, considering that nowadays providing free Wi-Fi is as important as providing people with, well, oxygen. The problem lies in the fact that anyone can connect to a free network as a consequence of the definition of the word free. Meanwhile, the definition of the word anyone tells us that hackers are included in the group of people connecting to a network you might have connected to just to quickly check your work emails. 
Is it a problem though, considering that my email provider's website has this little lock on the top of the page? This tells me that my access is 100% safe, right? And yes, HTTPS might help in a lot of cases, but do know that if it were enough, I wouldn't be mentioning this as a problem in this list. Jumping into item number five of our list, lack of preparedness for busy times. For companies that get busier during the end of the year, lack of preparation stacked with people actively trying to attack your network might be a very large problem. So once again, considering the e-commerce example, because I'm not feeling very creative today, this is a type of service that gets overwhelmed during the holiday season. Servers might go down from just the legitimate traffic. A lot of people are buying a lot of things. Have you seen the news during Black Friday week? Shoppers can be vicious. Therefore, a poorly structured network might create a bottleneck, for example, and then your website goes down simply because there are a lot of customers accessing it. A hacker sees this and decides to make matters even worse by pretending to shop on your website a million times per second. Your whole system goes down, the business loses not only money, but reputation as well, a reputation that might be difficult to recover. And as if it is not enough, your website app, you know, the one people use to access your service, the one you tweak to perfection in order for it to have the most amazing user interface of all time, the one that is vulnerable to a very well-known exploit present in the framework used to build the work of art that is your homepage? Yeah, that one. Sometimes websites face problems that don't affect a company network directly. Maybe it's a cross-site request forgery issue or CSRF for the intimate. And this is an attack that only affects the client side of the communication. You might think it's nothing to worry about since the hacker didn't get into your network and since the service is still running during a chaotic time. Do not let yourself get carried away though since the website is still your website if you're the company. So problems that your customers may face will end up reaching you eventually. A hacker stealing accounts and consequently credit card information due to a CSRF vulnerability is definitely something you should worry about and a problem that should have been dealt with before things got crazy. Plus, since money makes the world go round, do remember that by exploiting a company during the holidays, say for a ransomware attack, a hacker is much more likely to get a company to pay for the ransom as it is a time where getting the stolen data back quickly is of the essence to get your business moving. There is also more data being injected into some types of businesses, meaning more stuff to steal. Therefore, you can see why lack of preparedness in these types of situations might be a tiny problem. Oh wait, did I say tiny? I meant huge. Last but not least, we close off our list of reasons why companies are more vulnerable during the holidays with lack of concern. Because you are going to be enjoying the holidays in peace and quiet, you assume hackers will do the same. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that they can't or shouldn't enjoy their holidays, but it isn't unheard of that a lot of hackers decide to hack during this time period instead of enjoying food and music like you are. 
You, however, were one step ahead. So you set up your various layers of security devices and security software, set up your defense in depth infrastructure, and when it was all correctly established, you got to go your merry way and jolly it up for a few weeks with no concerns. When you come back, you see that nothing happened. No alerts are presented by the setup tools, so all is well, right? Right? Just because something loud didn't happen during the holidays, it doesn't necessarily mean something didn't happen during the holidays. No, you can't predict every single thing that an attacker might do. Therefore, preparing for every situation and every possible attack is impossible. However, exactly because it is impossible to predict what a random hacker might do or what random new CVE might pop up on December 24, fresh for exploit, relying solely on tools and not correctly monitoring the network during a time that is well known for its high risks is a problem that some, if not a lot, face. Sometimes a hacker did get into your network, they just decided not to do anything too flashy during the holidays. The fireworks will take care of that. Meanwhile, they just lurk there, waiting for the best time to show themselves imbued within the depths of your network. Well, that got pretty dark pretty fast, but you get the point. We have reached the end of our list of problems, thankfully. So now the natural next step would be to talk about what you and your company and actually what all of us can do to avoid such problems and maybe even fix them. Unfortunately, I am going to have to leave that answer for next time. Sorry, listener. Hopefully, this serves as an encouragement for you to check out the next episode of the Ubuntu Security Podcast. Meanwhile, I would like to end this segment sharing with you a few thoughts I gathered from some of the members of the security team. I asked them a couple of questions regarding our topic of discussion, and here are their answers. The first question I decided to ask the team is the following question. Have you ever come across a situation, personal or otherwise, where a hacker tried to attack you or your company during the holidays? And for this question, I got an answer from Seth. Seth said, I haven't really been operational, so I can't really say one way or the other about actual attacks. It's not strictly holiday related, but the other day I got an email from a travel agency of some sort, and I haven't got a clue if it was actually our travel agency sending us their usual pointless emails, or if it is step one in a phishing scam, or if it's just generic spam to promote a benign if annoying business. Seth also answered our second question, which was, what types of threats or attacks do you think companies should be looking out for this end of the year? And considering his first answer where he talked about phishing scams, his answer for this question was, employees may not be in regular contact with their regular vendors and partners, and the holidays would make for good cover when sending along phishing efforts that try to take advantage of the overall stress. So, this would be the answer from Seth, but for the second question, we also got the answer from Spiros. That said, in terms of attack vectors and proactive security, unpatched new end-day vulnerabilities are the common culprit since it is easier for them to live longer since security teams are understaffed during the holiday season. In terms of threats and reactive measures, I would say ransomware is still number one. 
SOC teams are also understaffed and suspicious network traffic or host activity can pass easier under their radar. Thank you very much to Seth and Spiros for your answers and for sharing your thoughts with our podcast listeners. So that will be all for today. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. I would also like to once again thank Alex for letting me be a part of this. Hopefully, I will have the honor of having you listen to me in future episodes as well. And if that is the case, I will see you then. Or even better, I will talk to you then. But for now, bye-bye. Thanks, Camilla. Of course, we'll have you back again. I'd love to hear you. As in particular, everyone, look out next week for part two in Camilla's special series. And yeah, the Bluetooth Security Podcast will be back again in early January, as always, bringing you all the latest security news from the Ubuntu Security Community. Hope everyone's having a safe and happy, relaxing holidays. We will speak to you soon. Bye.